seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Stu Kids Podcast. You're kicking it with Kai. It's your boy, Ralphie. And it's G. And you're, ch- and you're tuned in to episode or part three of our Sick Flick series. This time, we are reviewing 1995's 007 GoldenEye. Yes. Gentlemen, how, how, how do we feel about this? I think, I think it's safe to say classic film. I think I think this is a I think this is a classic action movie and a staple in the James Bond series. It's arguably the best one. I mean, to me, it's like probably three, mm-hmm. probably three. But yeah, it's 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 the upper echelon of James Bond movies, which says a lot because they're all well, most of them are pretty good. Yeah, a lot of them have great reputations. You know what I mean? Right. And this movie like made history because it was the first time we were introduced to Pierce Brosnan, who personally is my favorite James Bond. You know, yeah, like my favorite as well. Like, like movies aside, really? like outside of this one, I think he encompasses everything that's great about Bond. He has, he has the look, he has the suaveness, he has the wit, like he has the charisma, and he has like just the sauce. Yeah, and then at the same time, he has all that, and he will, you still buy that this guy will murder you without a mo- without hesitating. So mm-hmm. I, I do think he's up there. Well, I, I, all right. Just before we start with the movie, yeah. What is your actual ranking of the, the James Bonds, the actors. Um, Just so, out of curiosity. So I'd probably say at number one, I have Pierce Bronsman. Number two, I have Daniel Craig. Number three, Roger Moore. And ro- number five, um, Sean Connery. And I'm taking to account... Wait, say, say those numbers again? So number one, Pierce Bronsman. Number, uh-huh. two, number two, Daniel Craig. Number three... Oh, sorry, I skipped one. Uh, number three, Roger Moore. Number four, um, Sean Connery. And then five is Timmy D. Dalton. Yeah. By default. Yeah. Okay. What about you, G? Um, I, I can't. I don't really. Only ones I'm like I know I've seen all of them, but really, only ones I really can remember is Pierce Bronsman and Daniel Craig. The other ones, like I've seen Bond movies with my dad, but I've been a kid, you know, so I can't really attest to them being my favorite. Like okay. from growing up, I know I know Pierce I know Pierce Monsterman just because growing up I remember watching those movies and I just always remember he was the more suave like he was a real secret agent. Um, you know, what do you call it? Uh, and what do you call it when you when when you, when you like to mess with women a lot? Somebody womanizer. Um, there we go. He was a secret agent, one womanizer that I always wanted to be growing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we all had that dream growing up. That's fair. For me, it's it's Daniel Craig, Roger Moore's ex number two, mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan, Sean Connery, and then Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think Timothy Dalton falls at everyone's bottom, of everyone's list. I, I, I even don't know. Even though License to Kill is actually a really good movie. No, yeah, yeah. It, but like a lot of what goes into my favorite Bonds is, like I said, it's everything about the character more than the movies. Because because yeah. even in the because ba- even in the bad movies like um die another day it's not like it's his fault you know it's not like you're ever getting a bad bond performance you know right. and i think that they've always been 
they've done a relatively good job when it comes to casting bonds, you know? And I think in the nineties where Dalton was supposed to come back, he was supposed to come back and do another James Bond film, but the gap was too large between this. And I think, I think license to kill was the last one before this. And so they decided to recast, but also we got, uh, Judy Dench as M for the first time. Yes. Um, And her performance is just amazing. And, I didn't really pay attention to any M's before uh, the James Bond, before uh, Bronzman's. I know, I know M. M is like, Judy Dench is my M. You know what I mean? Even, even now that we have uh, Ray Fiennes in, uh, after she dies in Skyfall's, uh, spoiler alert. But I, it's still, I still feel that void is missing. You know what I mean? Like, Ralph Fiennes is not even like, giving Bond the shit that Judy Dench was able to give him. And she right. was the first, and she was the first woman to play the role. The only woman. Yeah. Yeah. But look, all right, I, I definitely agree with you with the end part, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. I want to get to the opening action set piece. Okay. How did you feel about James kind of choosing the mission over his partner, which is Sean Bean, my man, Ed Stark? Like, what did you guys think of the opening sequence? I think it... That I was... Think, oh, yeah, go, go ahead, bro. No, I think it, I think it perfectly sums up who James Bond is as a person. You know, um, remember technically we haven't gotten we haven't gotten um, Casino Royale, so we're we're never seeing Bond in the beginning of his career where he is making mistakes or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. So him choosing the girl, him choosing the girl or his friend over the mission would definitely be a rookie James Bond move. This is a guy that has been in the game for a long time, so right there it lets you know, like, no, like, you know what this guy's priorities are. And I think it in in that five minutes it sums up everything you need to know about his character. Mm-hmm. Like he he cares for Alec, but nah, this is this is what the mission is. Very true. What about you, G? Um, I can't say it better myself, bro. It's exactly the same, man. This is priorities. This is for Britannia. This ain't you know personal, you know. It's it's either us or the country. Like, come on now. You know, I'm a man. I got a mission to complete. Let's get it. You know? That us. How'd y'all feel about the um the the bungee jump sequence? Cause like we kind of just jump straight into this movie. Like he's running down a dam. Yeah. You're kind of like, what the fuck's going on? And my man just jumps off the wall. And I'm like, ah. Uh. I, I liked it because it, it the movie just went. It, it just started the movie. There was no slow point in this movie. I feel like I think it was just perfect. Was right, right to the point and, and seeing what's going on. And then you realize, okay, that's his man. He's a double agent. You know, I, I thought it was fantastic. Right. And also, this might be the only 007 movie where we see another 00 agent. A number, yeah. We get 006, which was cool. Uh, isn't there another one where Red Nation is a black girl? Well, that's the upcoming movie. There's going to be a, oh, okay. a, a new 00. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's going to be a 007. I feel like there was, an, oh, maybe, maybe in the beginning of uh, Skyfall. I think the agent that got, sh- the agent that got shot was another oh, 00. Oh, Bron- Bronson, yeah. But I think yeah, this, up until this point, this might have been the first time we saw James Bond working alongside another double O. Possibly. And, and we hear their code name and everything, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That, was, that is cool. Um, and you get to see Bond have an actual friend. That was like, I, yeah, yeah. And that, that too. Because Bond has always been this kind of, outside of the women in his life and M, he's always been a kind of a loner, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and but before the whole betrayal part, you just get to the sense of, okay, now James, he's just after revenge. He wants to get this guy because. So it's like ten minutes in, this guy done bodied his man. It's like, damn. yeah. Nah, um, 
but staying on staying on the the, the cold open, uh, that that opening stunt to me, not the not the bungee jump, but when he he skydives inside the plane and then pulls the plane up over the mountains. Oh yeah, it's bro, it's so fucking nineties that it's like yeah. it's yeah. it's just perfect. Like had you <laughs> had you tried to do that shit now, people would call bullshit unless you're in a Fast and Furious movie. But like the fact that he like you buy it, like you're just like all right. You turn your brain off. All right, this is some cheesy '90s shit. Yeah, yeah. this is some cheesy '90s shit, but it's so good. Like, but I'm with it. So good. Yeah, <laughs> even though you can tell everything, all the props are just nothing but like a model town and everything like that. Yeah, it's so, it's so good. Can I ask you a question though? Uh, how did he end up on the top of a mountain after jumping off a dam? Yo, you ask a lot of questions, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man jumped off a dam. My man jumped off a dam, went down some stairs, and it ended up at the top of a mountain. He could. That's James. That, he could do that. James, bro. Some weird geography. That's fine. <laughs> Need to know what. Don't worry about that. Manipulate mountains. Chill. You worried about the wrong things. Oh, deep. Oh, I mean, the lines throughout this movie. I loved all the lines. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, this some good. Um, oh man, from um, when James is going back and forth with the girl, and then James is like, um, the girl's like, yo. Like he'll die this way, like 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 what is it with you guys and your guns and stuff like that? He's just like, This is the only way I know how to live. Yeah. Come kisses the girl and then she, she can't oh, resist. I, was I, like, yes. I think I think I think Goldeneye has some of the best dialogue. Cause um even in my opinion, the best scene in the entire movie is when we meet M for the first time and she just deconstructs Bond for what it is. She's like, Yo, I don't know if you look took if you've taken a look around, but you're played out, bro. Like the Cold War is over, this shit is done. You're, you're nothing but a relic of a, of a time gone past and your time is coming soon. And she's like, and if you don't think that uh, I won't sacrifice your life like you're anyone else, you got me fucked up. And James is just like, damn. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, and he's just like, all right. And it's disappointing because she, she disappears from the movie. I think she shows up again at the end. Yeah. And yeah. She's, she's, she's only one scene, but in that one scene, like, I think she gives the she best. She made an impact. Yeah, I think she gives the best performance the best performance in the movie, like, in my opinion, just with that one scene, because you're like, this lady means fucking business. Uh, what do we think of the female, one of the antagonists, uh, Zanya on the top? <laughs> which Wait, is now, 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 that scene in the bathhouse, that scene was fire. I'm not I was like, yo, how did this on top of I was like, how did this movie not get an R written? Yeah. Facts. Uh, yeah, she, she's, yo, yo, woman, was she got off after all those bodies, after that kill streak she had that in the was, lab? That bitch was crazy. And that's all. Yeah, I didn't didn't realize what was going on until like the second time she was doing it. I'm like, oh, she's getting off. That's different. That's uh, (laughs) the commander was looking at her like she was crazy. (laughs) She was. That's that's Jean Grey right there. That's our future. That's our future. That is her, right? Yeah, yeah. From X Men. With a thigh grip. Yeah. Some but you know, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, she's not like a like she's not like a thick woman. Like she's a she's a pretty like slim chick. So I'm like, how the hell? What what is she putting in those thighs? That is just that's like yoga, suffocating yoga, yoga kid. That's that's all yoga. That's what these chicks be doing now. And Pilates, yeah, man, that's what they do. They just trying to secretly kill us. It's conspiracy. <laughs> she, she, that guy hanged by the noose too. That was crazy. Oh, <laughs> my man, put the helicopter clip on her. <laughs> but there was Jinked it. But there was no way that there was no way that she'd rather die. Nah, that's a fact. By asphyxiation, that's that's a um, dream. Uh, we all know that that the, the the opening theme songs are like a staple in the series. How do we? Yeah. What do we think? What do we think about Goldeneye, sung by Tina Turner? I liked it. 
I liked it. I, I think it's, it really did set the mood along with the actual visual piece. You know, when you see the woman, a lot of times you, or maybe I don't remember, like you don't really see the, the you just see like, I guess like drawings or just really outlines of the woman, but you could actually see the features of the woman. I thought that was like really, I thought that whole aesthetic with the colors was inspired, especially with the music. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's get into, um, I guess the bombing sequence and we meet the, the hottest uh, computer program ever. Oh yeah, uh, OD super bad. <laughs> Nat- Natalia Yo, and she was spicy. Natalia was spicy though. I like, so I liked her. I liked her. Yeah, Slap she was great. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I need a computer programmer like that. You gotta go Bro. to Russia, man. You gotta man, defect. Hacking the, hacking the um, hacking the FBI system one time. She she work in Putin's office. Exactly. And we also get introduced to Alan Cumming as uh, Boris Grish- Grishenko. The most 90s character in this, in this entire 90s movie. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Can, I, uh, can I tell you one thing, though? I know that entire sequence where the whole building, like when the EMP is erupted and everything is coming, it is so drag, bro. You would have thought they dropped a real bomb on that shit. Like everything yeah. is just exploding, like around her. It's a lot of explosions. I was like, At first, I was like, I was like, wait, isn't EMP just only for suspect the electronics? Like, I just thought the power goes out. The, the, well, this is the '90s, so I guess they didn't really get the grasp of what an actual EMP does. The, the fucking uh, ceiling was caving in. Yeah, it, was, it, it, it might as well have just been a laser. Like they should have just called it a laser and <laughs> kept it going. But you know, what? I was, walked, and then she walked off. And how did she like, get to? Civilization? Shorty was in the middle of the, the tundra. Doesn't the, matter. Um, she, she, she found the dogs, though. That's she, right. Yeah, she just, that's right. She just knew how to yeah. sled? She, she knows how to oh, slay dogs. If you're in Russia, everybody learns how to slay. Like, when they, okay, they that's learn true. how they, to they, eat, they learn how to slay. They, they learn how to eat. They learn how to slay. I feel like they, I feel like they might take a, like, a, a Bolto course. Just learn a how to, Bolto course? Yeah, that's what, that's how, that's what they call yeah. it. First of all, that, that was in Alaska. Each house is designated six husky puppies. No one gives a fuck about Bolto in in the Soviet Union. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Not even Russia. (laughs) Oh god. Oh man. Now, but I I liked her. But here's my my thing. Mm -hmm. I and I know this is a James Bond movie. Her and Bond getting together did not work for me at all. I I wasn't sold on it either. It was kind of it was kind of forced. It should have stayed. It should have stayed platonic or or flirtatious i i get it that it's that bond has to sleep with a woman but it just shouldn't have been her like they kind of it's bad though they 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 meet up halfway through the movie you gotta think about it they meet up halfway they meet up halfway through the movie they end up in the jail cell then he goes on the car chase saves her from the train and then they're just making out and, and are in love Yo, but that's James's swag, though, man. I, and that's I, what happened, yo. When, when once you go through thrilling situations like that, and you go through it with somebody, it's just this chemistry, baby. I get. That's it. I, I understand what you're saying, though, bro. I, I get what you're saying. You, it, was, you know, it was really for. Because you know what? You know what relationship I actually really did like. Um, skipping forward to a couple, bro. Um, him and Money Penny in Skyfall, where it's like they have this flirtatious relationship, but it's like they don't just jump into bed together. And it's like I felt like they could have at least hinted at that. Like, and I don't know, you can always bring a, a Bond girl back, you know? So if they had brought her back in another movie or something, then I could have thought that they hooked up, but it was just a little, a little too quick. Mm. 
I feel you on that one. I, I even like 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 the whole backstory of the actual film where it's um where where it's like we don't know why the, the Russians even are, are you know we don't know what they're doing in the beginning and it's just like you learn okay you know back in the day where there was this um form there, there was this group of Russians that um basically didn't like the British government because the, the Russian government had um gave them to the British no the, the what it was the British government gave them to Stalin and basically ex um executed all of them. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, like like I thought that was really cool. Like, no, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. I, I really enjoyed really having, the movie, and I felt like this was one of uh, the very few. Well, now I feel like the Bond films are getting more and more political because just that's just the climate that we're in. This was one of the first that really played with. You know, we were coming. We were, 1995. We weren't. We were only come a couple years out of the Cold War. That the Cold War ended in late 80s. You know what I mean? So they could still play with the idea of the of the so of the Soviets and in the, their fall and like their entire government being reestablished and reformatted into this into what we see it as today. And I like the fact of that you know you had the corrupt colonel that that walked into his boss's office. Meanwhile, he's 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 backstabbing him, and he's got to right. he's got to keep it he's got to keep it keep it hold it down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of villains, how, how do we like Sean Bean, Alex Trevelyan? Man, I, I like Sean Bean as an actor, man. So I, I was cool with that. It was also cool to see um, an, a, a, a villain that felt betrayed by James Bond himself. You know, it's more of a personal connection, which I'm not sure if we've had in a James Bond movie prior to that. Usually just some random villain trying to take over the yeah. world. And not yeah. to say uh, Alec or Alex is not trying to take over the world. He is. But mm-hmm. to see the personal connection and James Bond's uh, shock when he sees him, yeah. which we kind of also coming wasn't that big of a twist. Yeah. Um, I but I, I, you didn't see. Oh, you thought they put. You thought they cast Sean Bean in a movie and killed him in five minutes. <laughs> well, how big was Sean nah, Bean as an actor back then? When I realized it was an hour to go, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah. But uh, I, I, was, I definitely enjoyed him as, as a villain, even though I kind of wish he had more screen time, man. Yeah, I enjoyed him as a villain too. Like I said, with that whole backstory, him being, you know. One of the kids who was an orphan to his family dying from Stalin. I thought that was just perfect. You know, this is mm-hmm. we understand why he wants revenge on on Britain, and even the whole idea with him robbing the banks and then him hitting the EMP to wipe off the system. That that wasn't too far fetched. That was that was, no. that was that was like all right. That's that's pretty cool. It makes sense. No, yeah. Speak. Oh well, I just want to go back a tiny bit. I just want to give a big shout out to Desmond Llewellyn who, to me, is the only cute uh, quartermaster. I like Ben Whishaw. I like the guy also from uh, The World Is Not Enough and Die Another Day. But Desmond, mm-hmm. Desmond Llewellyn is the only cute. And he's hilarious. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's awesome. He's, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like the, the movie could have did more with the, uh, the CIA agent. I like the idea of him kind of being Bond's contact, but then he like mm-hmm. he introduces him to the one guy, and then he kind of disappears, and he doesn't show back up until they're in Cuba, right? And, and I was just like, oh, like I like the I like that this guy's a fucking goof. He, he, uh, Bond's able to point him out and, and subdue him in a matter of seconds. He's got this shitty car that doesn't work. I, like, <laughs> I, I would like to see him and Bond like play off of each because I like the idea of Bond, you know, having. Like, yes, it's cool that he's out and alone or whatever, but it's also cool to know that he does have support and to have, like, even, like, a like a buddy cop relationship with, with the characters. I, I feel yeah. like that always enhances the story, you know? When right, that was funny. But let's get to the best action sequence in this entire movie 
when 007 confiscates a fucking tank and is riding that shit through the streets oh, yeah. of St. Petersburg, blowing everyone yeah. up. Because he just knows how to drive a tank. Like it's That's nothing. And my, not, my, not only is my man driving the tank, my man is, has his head poked out. That's a fact. Wow, <laughs> That's a fact. That's my a two-man like, I ain't know you was that tall, bro. <laughs> you cannot do that. That's my a two-man job. My man is riding the tank with the top down. I've never seen some <laughs> shit like that. Ghost riding a tank. A tank boy. And, and granted, riding a tank. I've never seen like a tank in motion. That tank was booking it, bro. That tank was at least doing like 85. How did the tank catch up to the train? How did the tank yeah. catch up to the train? I don't know if tanks can go that fast, bro. <laughs> Nah, not, probably not that fast. I'm that sure tanks can move, it. but not that fast. Also, I mean, yo, and, and how inconspicuous he was when they got into the train and how he just drove up on them in the tank, mad low-key, in a tank. <laughs> James Bond, kid. <laughs> like, like, he pulled up like he was in his BMW. And, uh, again, and, I'm, I, and one thing before, I, I hate the fact that he didn't get to drive the BMW and use the missiles. That's, yeah. I, 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 but you know well, what? I, I was disappointed with the fact that the, the Pierce Bronzeman, James Bond movies, they did a deal with BMW. I like BMWs, but they're nothing compared to the Aston Martins, man. It's gotta be the like, Aston Martins. It's gotta be the Aston Martins. And I was, so, I was so happy when uh, Daniel Craig jumped on and they went right back to the classic Aston Martins. Because I, I don't think there's even a better car. But no, anyway. Beautiful car. Yeah, also, James, like I said in Salt uh, last week, I know we're not supposed to believe it. James Bond is killing people. Innocent people are dying. If I took a tank and drove that shit down 34th Street midday, fine. people are I dead. I mean, was destroying homes. So I mean, with the yeah. alley. Imagine if he was going through quarantine. Just too many bodies. Yo, but he has, he has a license to kill, though, so it makes sense. Not, not innocent people. <laughs> ah, what is innocent, really? Uh, <laughs> they, they probably did something. It was we're, all the terrorists, though. They, they were all sleeper agents. We're all guilty of something. Exactly, exactly. Okay, speaking um, one of... of my fa- but, but before you go on, one of my favorites... Go ahead, go ahead. Chase, um, when a general is in a car and he's telling his guy to, his, his guy to go through the crowd of people, he's like, it's a bumper. That's what it's used for. <laughs> no, I love, I love the general's face. When he turns around, he sees Bomb behind him in a fucking tank, and the only thing my man could do is take a shot of a, a vodka. <laughs> I was like, bro, I feel you. If I, was dro- if I was pushing the V and I turn around and I see a nigga behind me in a tank... I'm drinking whatever liquor I have in my vicinity. <laughs> Fucking DUI. That's, that, that's the least of my worries at that point. Me and Chase my tank. <laughs> Yo, and then they did the close-up on his face. My man was panicking. Of course. Oh, God. Of course. All right, so uh, going back to the inconceivable things that are in this movie, mm-hmm. they were looking for a huge satellite, right? And apparently, of course, it ended up being underwater. But this is my thing, fam. Where was there not construction the of a yeah, who, yeah, who built that shit? Ass, yeah, who built that in such a small amount of time? Well, I guess they had ten years. No, but, it was just, it was the same niggas that built uh, Bruce Wayne's Batcave. Like, oh, that's not, yeah, it just shows up. It just shows up. <laughs> and then, and no one, no one that ever built the Batcave ever came out was like, yeah, there's a Batcave under the uh, the Wayne Manor. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that another episode. But like, was did anybody? Ever like the satellites ever noticed that hey they're building a huge satellite over here we should probably put a red flag on it you know what nah forget it just let them go and then they put it underwater okay that's great it's Cuba man that's, that's how it is the, the U S the the U S A C I A man lazy yeah. lazy ass motherfuckers just sitting around just drinking beers mm-hmm. 
But I want to get to my my actual personal favorite. I don't know if it's a scene, but like a sequence in the movie where he t- the um the 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 Russian computer guy. I forgot his name. Uh, takes Boris. James. Yeah, Jake takes James's pen, and as he's clicking yes. away, do, as he's doing, trying to you know break the code, he's clicking, 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 and you know what's about to happen, and the suspense is just building, building. Yeah. And with every frame, the camera gets closer to his face, into his face, into his face. Mm. I was like, this is dope. I like and I, this. And I love that James. I, I, thought, I thought Alex was going to catch on, like, looking at the pen, knowing it's probably, like, a gadget and how much focus James is putting on. I thought he was going to be like, put the pen down. Like, yeah. Right. And I love that James is just sitting there like, yeah, nigga, keep clicking that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clicking that shit. Yeah, you'll know the code, stupid. Yeah. I, love Boris's I, mean, death, I love Boris's death scene. I am invincible. And it just gets, mm-hmm. and it just gets doused in a liquid nitrogen. Yes. I thought my man really was about to like really come up. Like, oh shit! I thought he was. I was. I was kind of sad that he was a bad guy. I was like, oh, I like this guy. And then he was, he's a bozo. Yeah, yeah, he's a bozo. I like that one coming. All right, let's let's get to this final fight sequence between my man uh, Ed Stark and James Bond. How yes. do we feel about? I ain't gonna hold you. This reminded me of Star Wars with the whole tower and the whole. It felt yeah. good. Yes, it was very. I, I thought somebody was gonna lose a hand. It's very uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um. I love the final line. He's like, is this for, for, for country, James? And he's like, nah, for me. That's for me, bitch. And, and you could tell it's a, he took it personal. Like, that portrayal is personal. Said, bitch. Definitely You're said. supposed to be my man. Um, they should have just killed him when he fell 6,000 feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, man, my, my man fell like 600 feet. My man was paraplegic. And then you I didn't said, have... Okay, bet they're going to arrest him and everything. I bet. He should have just been dead. There's no surviving that fall. And then just to drop the entire satellite on him, it was like, all right. Sam, you know how many broken bones he must have had on the ground? Bro, his entire, his insides were jelly. Was a vegetable. <laughs> you, you pass out alone due to the pain, let alone. He fell, 600, he fell 600 feet. Yeah, you're not like, surviving that. You're not surviving that fall. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. You oh. can put a bed of pillows under him. It still died. Yeah. Okay, so who who has worse aim, the stormtroopers from Star Wars or anybody shooting at James Bond? Uh, oh, yo, because the bullet when I tell you the bullets just just whiz past James Bond's head, it's like they shoot in every. You know what? After, they killed, the after they killed the minister of Def- after they killed the minister of defense, and when they were they were escaping from the building, that was crazy. Not one yeah. bullet touched them. Okay, I did I, I did kind of have a problem with James Bond killing those guys. Just because technically they were just soldiers, like they weren't they weren't Alex men. I, I feel you, bro. But at this point, they think James is the person that killed the minister of defense. It's like, bro, if they I gotta shoot him. They shooting at me. They mm, think I killed him. So it was like yeah, he, it, it was justifiable for me at that point. Okay. Well, my man, uh, James Bond, his. Did he ever reload? Because I feel like his guns were just infinite. Oh, yeah, he, 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 he had the infinite ammo code. He's I don't remember him reloading. <laughs> But to answer, Malik, to answer your question, it's definitely uh, the stormtroopers because James is probably trained to dodge bullets. I'm sticking That's with true. that story. Yeah, because uh, Luke, Luke, Luke grew up on a fucking farm and they couldn't hit him. Exactly. That's bad. That's real bad. Yeah, that's that's a goddamn shame. Um, I like I like um I liked Money Penny for the for the five seconds she was in it also. Yeah, I like that. That's that a great, little intimate scene. I I imagine that a lot of people got fired from their jobs trying to um emulate james bond trying to be like him because like she's like you sexually harassed me and then he's like it's not sexual harassment if you like it i feel like a but lot that, of people tried that at work you could get away with that though 
like in the 90s. That, it was fun. It was just like the 2000s where, you know. It, yeah, what else is there to say about this movie, man? Shout out to Martin Campbell. Yes. This is one of the best uh, di- um, James Bond movies. And he also directed another classic James Bond movie, Casino Royale. Casino Royale, which they actually just declared the best James Bond movie in the series. Uh, I don't agree. i go with Skyfall. But Casino Royale is a great movie. Uh, I go, yeah, I go back and forth between which which one, but I I, I love Skyfall, man. I love Skyfall too, but goddamn, I also love Casino Royale. Yeah, um, not for sure. No, but yeah, for for a '90s movie, this movie aged great. Um, and '95 was a big year for movies, man. You had this, and you had bad, like you had Bad Boys, which I just recently watched too. I was like, yo, if you were an action junkie in 1995, this was your year. Yeah. And shout out to the video game that accompanied this great movie. Yeah, I, that, that, thank you for bringing that up. Because um, it was cool that watching this movie, I saw where the video game actually fills in the blanks. So how the opening scene starts with James running open, with the gate opening and James running across the dam in the video game, you actually start a little bit before that. And it was actually supposed to be um, a scene in the movie. The movie was actually supposed to start at an earlier point. And you see him and they decided to cut that and just open up with that part. So you actually right. get to you actually get to like play in like a deleted scene from the from the movie, which is kind of dope. It's cool. Yeah, for sure. I really liked it, man. Um, question: Had you not known that the Daniel Craig movies would be made after Die Another Day, would you have minded? Would you have mind another Pierce Brosnan 007 film? No, nah, I would. I would love to pr- another Pierce Brosnan 007 film. It just needs to be done better. That's mm-hmm. all. Just get away from the campiness and the sexual innuendos. It doesn't have to be, you know, hit on your head so hard. Like that diet yeah. of the day is. <laughs> which is funny because which is funny because I liked Die Another Day growing up, but it's like when you watch Die Another Day in comparison to the to the more not serious but the the movies that are taken more seriously and treated as mm-hmm. films, it it's bad by comparison. It's right. like if you just grouped up. It's like if you grouped up Die Another Day with all the other movies that people trash, it's actually pretty good. Like if you took it with Batman and Robin and fucking Wild Wild West and you put it in the movies like people consider trash, yeah. it's actually a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's top, yeah. But you can't have die. You can't go from GoldenEye to Die Another Day, unfortunately. It, it just, because it, you're just like, where did this series go? Right, right, right. You know, but so, no, nah, because you know what it is? Pierce Brosnan is a, I'm not going to say he's a great actor, but he was a great James Bond. And, yeah. and same thing with Daniel Craig. Quantum of Solace is not a great James Bond movie, but they brought him back because he's a great James Bond. Yeah, and that's why I say I think I don't think any of the James Bond films, no matter how you feel about them, you can't say that it's ever Pierce Brosnan's fault. It's ever Daniel Craig's. These guys are doing their job. I think it's the writing and everything else that surrounds it that might, in the directing, that might weigh the film down a little bit. I agree, for sure. But yeah, I was I was glad that I was happy that this movie got made. I was happy that it gave us um, Pierce Brosnan. I was happy that it gave us Judy Dench, um, and set the blueprint for how you should treat the character of Bond. Like outside of the plot and everything, this is how James Bond should be characterized. How he should be because you even even in even Daniel Craig, where you see um, where you see he's his own. He he, t- he definitely made the role his own. You can still also see that he picked up some he picked up some things from what came before him. You know, he, that's why he still feels like James Bond. I definitely think, like, he picked up some of the wittiness and, and snarky sarcasm from um, Pierce Bronson a, a little bit. 
You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. they, I think Daniel Craig brings a lot more ferocity and anger and rawness to to the character. But yeah, I I I, I think he was a great person to, to follow behind. Totally agree, sir. Yeah, um, we got a little bit of um feedback, so I could just read it real quick. It's it's, it's a Netflix recommendation. We could talk about um if we want to get around to to one of these movies at some point. Cool. So, uh, Let's hear it. Our boy Javier said, "Yo, what's good, guys? I hope you." Hope you're all doing well and being safe. I got two movies to recommend on Netflix. One is Goodfellas, and the other is the comedy classic Step Brothers. Mm. You know what? I've actually never seen Step Brothers, so I would I would like to talk about that. Yeah, I feel like we 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 should do a comedy as well. Yeah, we should do a comedy, man. Yeah, we'll get to Goodfellas another day. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening, if you guys like Step Brothers, or if you've never seen it, that's what we that's what we'll be watching next week. Sounds good. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Just stay safe, uh, social distancing, six feet apart, all that good stuff. Yep. And like I said, stay safe, stay off the stoop, and we'll see you next week. Streetlights just came on. I'm Kai. It's your boy, Ralphie. And it's G. And we're signing off. Peace. Later, guys.